Good morning and welcome to A Taste of Torah. Today we are studying the Parsha of Truma, a series of Torah portions that discuss the construction of the portable sanctuary, the Mishkan that the Jewish people built that traveled with them for the 40 years in the wilderness. Now, to be honest, this is a section of the Torah that many people have a challenging time relating to. Why is it important to know this? Why the details? What does this have to do with our life today? And therefore, by means of introduction, I think it's important to give a Hasidic overview on this series of Parshas. If there's one verse that summarizes the purpose of the Mishkan, it is in this week's Parsha, V'asuli Mikdash V'shachanti B'seicham. You should make for me a tabernacle, and I will dwell in them. And the Midrash writes, doesn't say I'll dwell in it, I will dwell in them. In other words, God doesn't want a home that's just 20 by 20. Hashem wants the entire universe to be His home. What does it mean, a home? A home is a place that you're comfortable living in. A place where you can express yourself. And God made this world and charged us humans, specifically the Jewish people, who have the lead role in transforming this world into a home for Hashem. Each and every time we do a mitzvah, we are making Hashem more comfortable here. That Hashem should move in and this world should be His home. Each time we take time off of our daily schedule to study Torah, Hashem gets that nachas and pride and says, look what they're spending their time on. I'm comfortable living here. Each time we take physicality, whether that is stuff that happens at work or whether it's food or whether it's recreation or the money that we earn or it's the technology that we are on right now and we utilize it for a holy purpose, a mitzvah, we are slowly putting together the bricks and building this home. One could say that God took spirit and created a physical world. Our job is to take this physical world and imbue it with nishama, with spirit, and bring heaven down into earth. And so the purpose wasn't to have a small section of the world that is called Hashem's Mishkan, Hashem's holy dwelling, but rather that this entire world should be a home for Hashem. But yet, Hashem said, here will be a showroom. Here will be a place where the lights will be turned on and you will see in a very obvious and visible way what is possible to do throughout the entire world. The Mishkan was a place where spirituality was on full display that a Jew could go there and fill up their spiritual gas tank, not in order that it should stop there, but it should start there. Then they go home and they do their work in transforming the rest of the world into Hashem's home. And so as we study each and every one of the items in the Mishkan and also the various offerings and service that took place there, it's critical to understand that these are physical examples of what took place in a physical place. But each of these have layers and layers of spiritual meaning that the Jews were meant to learn from and internalize and then re-experience back at their own home. And today where we do not have the physical Mishkan, though we do have many Mishkans in the synagogues that we build throughout the world, we very much have this concept of making this entire world a home for Hashem and the manual, the template we use is these Torah portions, specifically when we understand the Hasidic and spiritual meaning behind each of these utensils and service. The first item being instructed to the Jewish people to build was the Ark of the Covenant, in Hebrew called the Arain. It was made of acacia wood. 
two and a half cubits, each amma, each cubit's about a foot and a half. So two and a half cubits long, a cubit and a half wide, and a cubit and a half was its height. The Torah tells us that this wooden box should be covered both on the inside and on the outside with gold. In the oral tradition, it spells out clearly how this was done. There were actually three separate boxes, a inner gold box, then a wooden box around it, and then another gold box on the outside. Of course, the Ark of the Covenant and all the holy items inside of the Aaron were put in the innermost box. Outside the box, there were rings put there specifically for the purposes of poles being fitted within those rings that the ark should be able to be transported throughout the journey in the wilderness. A spiritual takeaway from the ark. It is fascinating the way it was designed with three separate boxes, gold on the inside, gold on the outside, and wood from within. What is the spiritual meaning behind this? And the teachings of Hasidus give a phenomenal insight. And that is, as people, we have, so to speak, three sides of our personality. There's the persona that we portray to the world through our actions and through our speech. Then there is the entire personality and our emotional buildup and our traits and our character. What lies under the hood. And many people stop there, but we know that there's a third dimension as well, and that is our essence. That is our neshama. That is our godly core. And you see, a lot of people have a challenging time to do mitzvot on the outside, to act, so to speak, holier than they may be feeling by thinking that if I do this, I am faking. I'm being a hypocrite. How can I do this mitzvah if I'm not feeling it necessarily on the inside? And so the Torah tells us, don't worry about that, because the truth of the matter is, at your core, you are a divine spark. You are a ray of Hashem. You are absolutely gold. And even though we all have complexities inside of us, we have a layer of wood. And on some days, that's a very beautiful wood. On other days, it's a very rusty wood. It is a organic material that has its highs and its lows. But don't define yourself based on your moods. Don't define yourself based on your personality today. Recognize that at your core, you are gold. And as such, you should have no difficulty doing acts of gold on the outside. You are not being a hypocrite. You are only being your true self. A hypocrite is someone who tells others one thing and does something different themselves. But simply to have inconsistencies, simply to be doing something that you may not be feeling completely, that's not a hypocrite. That's a Jew. That is how we grow. That is when we recognize that we don't define ourselves based on our feelings today. But we are able to transcend that feeling and do good even when we're not in the mood. And know that that's not a fake side of us. That is just mirroring our inner goal. Have a great day. Ta'i tiftah